Warning, the content on this podcast is both highly adult and potentially enlightening. Please do not listen if you're not, I don't know, emotionally 25, physically 18. Thank you. We here at Orgy Story just got to do something cool. Don't worry. Perfect. Yeah, this is perfect. Because I'm going to learn from this kinky crew as well. So super quick orgy. And I will say I've never seen something that happened at this orgy. We hosted the Sexual Health Alliance in our loft studio for a special live performance. Normally, it's a predisposed group of people. They get there, they flirt. They had spent two hours at a bar. I was not about to go to two hours at a bar. It was a Thursday night. Exhaustion hunts people aged 35 to 50 like a shark. <laughs> it will come after you. So I met them at the loft. The loft was about this size. The Sexual Health Alliance is a group that offers a new kind of sex education for healthcare professionals, educators, and therapists. And this event has one small twist to help challenge the over 20 attendees. It's clothing optional, and I, the storyteller, am fully naked. And we would tag team her for the better part of about 25 minutes, while one couple set up shop. It was their second date. Second date, how do you have that conversation? The third date at Top Golf is good. Second date. They would play separately from the rest of the group. We get the question a lot. Why do a podcast about orgies? And more specifically, why are you qualified? The first one could take hours. We'll try and answer it along the way. The second one, I don't know. Have you ever told a live nude orgy story to a group of educated professionals? My lovely partner who was supposed to come with me, but I guess your technical, you fell from the vapors. The vapors, yeah. <laughs> right before the Thursday orgy, she said, I really am not in the right headspace. I don't want to go. You can. And this group will understand more than anything for research purposes. I'm doing a podcast <laughs> orgy story. I have to go. Science. <laughs> Science. So dear, whatever unique soul has stumbled across this teaser and is listening, join us as we travel from the suburbs to the sky rises and talk about one of our favorite subjects, orgies. I left, I have a new group of friends, and that was a very Thursday orgy. You are listening to Orgy Story, a narrative-based podcast about hosting, attending, and destigmatizing orgies. I am Kevin. That was me talking naked to a group of people, which tells you really all you need to know about me. I clearly crave attention. I also just enjoy entertaining people. I want to introduce you to co-hosts of Orgy Story, Vicky and Hannah, and we're going to do so with a little four-question game. Vicky's up first. Then you get to hear a BDSM quiz that Hannah made us take, which will definitely introduce you to us a little bit, maybe too much. And then we'll end with four questions for Hannah and a preview of our next episode, a sit-down with clinical psychologist Dr. David Lay.
you can reach Orgy Story on Instagram, Orgy Story, OrgyStoryCast at gmail.com, or call us 720-432-0557. We want to hear from you. I'm here with Orgy Story co-host, Vicky. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Vicky, four questions for you. First one, why are you doing a podcast about orgies? I feel like I listen to podcasts a lot. I love, I have a long commute to work or to school. And for me, this is something that I personally would want to listen to. I love attending orgies, I love hosting orgies, and I want to know more about them. And I think that there are more people out there who have questions and want to know what the whole process is like and maybe want to host or attend orgies of their own that we could help them answer questions, destigmatize the whole concept of orgies and non-monogamy, and that's kind of where my head's at for this. Excellent. Does the project of Orgy Story make you nervous? A hundred percent. There's a reason I always have an open beer in front of me when we're recording. Sensitive <laughs> subject material. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I think if you're not nervous about doing something, you know, then it's not worth it. To me, it's extremely worth it, and the nerves are just part of it. But I'm very excited. What was question three? Vulnerable. Ah, does talking about orgy story, orgies, this part of your life that's very specific, do you feel vulnerable to the audience? Yes, I do. Uh, I feel vulnerable. That goes back with the nerves. I think that's where the nervousness comes in is that feeling of vulnerability. I'm exposing a part of myself that you know, I don't typically share on a day-to-day basis. I'm not normally talking about my sex life in such vivid detail, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's also important for that for listeners to hear that detail so they can hear the good, the bad, the ugly, the amazing, the wonders that is orgies. Why do you go to orgies? I love group sex. And now a snippet of the BDSM quiz Hannah had us take while drinking. Enjoy. All right, you made us take a BDSM yes. quiz. That's this is what Hannah we had did. to do. This is orgy story, and we're going to talk about the reason why we like to have orgies. And one of the big reasons why we all like it is because it's naughty. It's deviant. We have parts of our identities that like to do things that are not talked about, not discussed, and never portrayed in media and what we see every day. So I thought it would be fun to take something called the BDSM test and it's a test that everybody can take it's called bdsmtest.org and it offers you an a long version a short version offers you the option to opt out of certain things that you don't want to be asked about and we all got our results <laughs> i finished my glass of wine while vicky and kevin took the test just now and i think that we should all talk about our results and we should 
um, talk about how we, if we feel they're accurate. Um, so what 100% percents plural did y'all score? What, what identities did you score a hundred percent in? And if you're following along at home, you take a series of questions and it tells you what you are. That's the general gist of the quiz. Mine 100% are brat, tamer, degrader, rigor, sadist. Uh, Pretty aggressive top four. (laughs) Yes, they are. And a little side side bar here. Labels aren't for everybody. If you do think that you identify with one of these labels cool you don't have to we just kind of we're think we're viewing it as an interesting exercise what some internet site tells us we are <laughs> and f- okay so kevin does okay well before you actually go into that K- victoria i want to hear your top 100 well it's great news that he got brat tamer because i got 100 <laughs> percent brat nice and then 100 percent rope bunny nice so. nice Rigor. So there's a nice ping pong there. Rigor is the tire of ropes. Uh, yeah. Nice. Oh, I, I was going to ask what rigor was. And I would also like to a um, add a nice personal anecdote here and say that Kevin and Vicky have t- have created the sexiest apparatus of ropes from their hanging from their balcony onto the mattress in their living room. And I was playing with it earlier and it's quite something. Not everyone gets a medal for that type of thing. That's why we're doing this. <laughs> and podcast. at this point, I would like to here present Kevin and Victoria Thank with you. this medal that I am pulling out. It is not uh, neither gold nor silver nor so few people even to bronze. Thank. It is, in fact, a dildo and like <laughs> latex. Or <laughs> and I'd like you to stick it to your fridge and use it as a way to open your fridge, which is not unlike something I've already a technique I've already seen you two do. What are yours? <laughs> <laughs> What's your hundreds? Give us yours. Oh, my hundreds. Okay, okay. My hundreds are one hundred percent switch, which is it's like hands up for anything. You, well, yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, but I also get equally turned on by being dominated as I do by taking control. I'm a hundred percent experimentalist. I'm not sure what that means other than, like, I'm down, which is what you just said. (laughs) Down for anything. It's just, like, your punchline. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. (laughs) Within reason. (laughs) So, I'm also, no, I'm also 100% (laughs) (laughs) non-monogamist. Why are you laughing, Kevin? They should have just sent you your test results and said, she's down. <laughs> that would have been easier. They created all of my test results via. They they aggregated of, it. They put it through a sharp calendar, yeah. and it turns out she's down. A combination of my vocal records and credit card history has indicated she's down. She's down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who does anyone feel like there is anything in that 100 category that they don't like agree with, or is everybody like sure that's me? I'm fine. What I mean specifically, sadist. I'm not wildly sure. I I read those. I reach those criteria, but otherwise, oh, good. There's a more info tab. 
Everybody. So sadists are a more person. inflicting certain types of pain on their partners, usually. All right. In a so. Sexual context. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Kevin, no, no, no. Sadist, a person, a sadist, a person who derives pleasure, especially sexual gratification, from inflicting pain or humiliation on others, and like, granted, this can get to a fucked up place, but also. I when I got over when I arrived to your home this evening, your lovely partner here pulled down her pants and showed me the bruises that she has on her ass it on her ass. That was me. From <laughs> Vicky was like, hey, it was me. And, <laughs> and she left. And now it's podcast time. I don't know why we're bringing her up. But yeah, it was. we're recording, right? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Um, and I looked at those bruises. I, too, thought they were sexy as fuck. And. Vicky loves receiving them and like I know that this can easily go to a place that's not okay but absolutism like sadism is like sadism as a label just means like you are okay with like providing your partner a little bit of pain it's a sensation people yeah all right so which by the way I got 40% sadist so you know hey let's see what's my well you're not an inflictor I got 12 (laughs) I got 12% sadist so, huh. again, you're just, you're so just what, a passive switch. What? You're like, what do you need? Call the play. I'm willing to quarterback it, but you need to provide materials, <laughs> directions. I am, too. I'm like, I'm always, I'm down. I want to please you. But, like, give me some de- <laughs> give me some detailed instructions about what really will get you going. Um, okay, so what e- what is every special forces? <laughs> what does everybody else have in the ninety percent that they feel particularly in tune with? Oh, I would say exhibitionist and voyeur. Hey, you, I'm exhibitionist and voyeur. Eighty eight for voyeur, for just being full disclosure. But I'm right there with you. Dominant, experimentalist. Yep. So exhibitionist, I'm ninety eight percent voyeur, but oh, but voyeur and exhibitionist, I'm both ninety eight percent. Just so I don't sound as I'm like, oh, I'm dominant. It's like, I, look, I take anal. Everybody's, it's a pitcher and catcher league. Just c- calm down. Just don't. Uh. Think, I just don't want to like over emasculate any representations. Eighties. Well, you got above fifty percent switch, so I think you're all set there. I did. Yeah. You oh, you shit, you're right, 59%. Oh, I also got 92% rope Ooh, bunny. Ooh, and you like Ooh. 67% prey, Kevin, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, so one of the low, low ones that I got was primal or primal, like prey mm. or hunter. That doesn't do much for me. Yeah, I'm a little surprised by that, actually, that it's uh, right up there with that. Well, degradee, too. I'm a little surprised some of the highness. No, all right. No, yeah, I'm surprised it. I got exactly 50% vanilla. I guess I understand a little bit why, wow. too, because it's something we've been exploring recently. What does vanilla mean to either of what you? The fuck what does, does vanilla, vanilla mean, mean to I'm at 40%, them? so we're there. Regular standard sex and relationship models, nothing wrong with that. I'm at 18 Oh, no, I am actually, okay, I'm at 40%. I'm at 18% vanilla. Hannah judges you as fuck. She's like, get out of your goddamn... She's like, the alarm's going off! The alarm's going she's off! She's like, I'm like, you You don't want anything outside the box. Um, that's boring. Don't forget, you can take the quiz at bdsm.org and share with us your results. Now, four questions for Hannah. I'm here with Orgy Story co-host, Hannah. Sup? I have a few questions for you, if you're willing. Sure am. 
why would you podcast about orgies? I think, obviously, it's fun to talk about. This is a really big part of my life, and it's exciting and pleasurable to talk about. However, also, I think it boils down to underrepresentation to me. I, I'm a social worker. My whole career and master's level education right now is about representing the unrep- underrepresented. And this is a topic that is definitely not represented in mainstream society or podcasts. I've never listened to a podcast about orgies. So I'm so excited to create a product that can hopefully represent a lot of people who are, want to explore a, a part of their sexuality that they feel isn't represented. We'll say the Bachelor franchise. We're just saying non-monogamous. Technically, okay, right, non-monogamous. But they, still, but they still get engaged at the end and never want and never express wanting to be with other people for the rest of their lives. Question two: Do you feel nervous in this orgy story project undertaking? I would say if you had asked me this about a a couple weeks ago, I would have said no, because I have never felt shame or guilt or nervousness talking about my experience with orgies and non-monogamy with my close friends. However, I recently brought up the the podcast project that we were doing with a group of school friends, and (laughs) I realized the first thing that occurred to me was, oh, I did. The question came up like, what did you do with your summer? And I was like, oh, I created this amazing, amazing project and I want to tell them about it. But then I realized that as soon as I said it, I was like, oh shit, this is all about my sex life. And I'm not sure that I want to blur those boundaries right now. So in general, n- no, but of, of course, but, but yes, when it comes to like public in general like with people that I don't know that well talking about this in front of them is gonna create some nervousness yes but with my friends like I'll talk about sex and group sex till the cows come home <laughs> like uh, but I'm still learning I'm still learning about what who who I want to immediately divulge my sex life to how vulnerable do you feel doing this project hmm S- vulnerable for sure. I'm not going to say that that doesn't exist amongst my close friends. I feel I feel completely confident talking about this part of my life. In fact, I have been long before this project came to be. But when it comes to it it will be a process to get used to meeting a stranger and A having them know about my sex life already and B having one of the first things we connect about being my sex life. Like I'm not I, I don't hate it. It's just going to take some getting used to. Why do you go to orgies? I think, you know, for parts of me, and we talk about this a little bit in the King test, for parts of me that are uh, exhibitionist, for who enjoy a little bit of voyeurism, like so I can be pleasured physically while also seeing shit I love and performing for people I love. And love in the sense of like they are naked and they are my friend and it is so amazing that we are all naked in a space together it's it's really awesome to have dual relationships with your friends where you're great friends and you also are able to have sex with them on a regular basis and enjoy their enjoy a naked house party together it's just expanding friendship in a way that I love
Now a very special preview of our first episode of Orgy Story, a sit-down with clinical psychologist Dr. David Lay. You know, let's talk about it. I mean, orgies and and, and just group sex in general. I can remember when I was um, a young psychologist and, you know, was being trained in, in therapy and everything else. And and uh, one of my older, you know, mentors who, you know, trained under, trained under the great kind of psychoanalytic Freudian sort of thinkers. And at one point he told me that, you know, women who participated in orgies, that it was likely to be an early sign of developing psychosis because it was an indication of some kind of fragmented personality and these women kind of needing more stimulation and more people to kind of hold their their mind kind of together and that always stayed with me because I was like well you know is that real you know and then I and, and then as I as I did, wrote my first book about you know women who you know who engaged in lots of group sex and and such like that and I and I'm thinking you know We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to Orgy Story.